Hello and welcome to the 38th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the wide maw to my thunder jaw, Mr. Kale Adam. If you like what you hear, you can and should leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Long Live Pod. With that out of the way, Kale. Govinda, I am freaking the fuck out because... Dear listener, when you hear this, when you hear the sound of my sweet dulcet tenor, we will all have played Elden Ring, but I especially will have played it. Will and that's what have? I'm living for at this point in my life. Are you staying up for it? Because otherwise, like, this will air, this will go up at like 6am on Friday and the game's out on Friday. My plan is, like last week with Horizon, I get up at 3.30 in the morning, play for a few hours before work, like a real adult. Oh, I have a question, actually, because I bought Horizon and you got it from me. Did it preload for you? Uh, yeah, so that was a little bit of fuckery for Kale. I found out at about, uh, let's say, 10.30 to 11 that I was not going to be able to download the PS5 version. So I actually had to stay up till midnight, cancel the existing download, re-download the PS5 version, and then I got Ooh. up at like 4.30 or 5 and played it. I'm Imagine if I've just been playing the PS4 version this whole time. I would love that. I would love nah, that. I'm not dumb. I'm no dummy. And I would have already complained about it looking bad. Yeah, Elden Ring is coming out soon. I don't know if I can jump ship just yet. That's fine. That's the division of labor that you and I have agreed on. You will see this. And we're going to talk about For- Forbidden West a whole lot. But you're, you're right, going to see right. this Actually, thing through. And look, your boy... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even I I don't even guarantee that it is just kind of what it's feeling like right now. But who knows? You know, who knows what mm. happens when Elden Ring drops? Maybe it's just that good. But Kale, we're we're talking about games too early. I need to know. I know. Like, I'm, I know you're excited, but ha- like, how are you going? You know what I mean? Look, honestly, not much has changed since last week. To be totally honest, I'm still waiting for my long lost family to arrive. They're coming here. You're coming here. I'm gonna have a weirdly and quite frankly, upsettingly social weekend when all I really want to do is just fucking Mm, hibernate with Elden Ring. You need to get as much in on Friday as you can. You should almost call it out sick. Like, just, you're not coming in today, you know? I've got, yeah, you're turning up, what, early Saturday morning. I've got stepbrother turning up. I've got older Uh, brother. We're going to see Uncharted. Depends depends how how good Elden Ring is. Maybe I'll push it to the mid-morning, late morning, maybe. Oh, um, pro tip, bring your PS5 and uh, we can play Elden Ring and you can, we can jump in, jump out, do all those fun things. Well, I was going to do that. I could do that, definitely. But then I also thought maybe on Saturday we do a stream, like an Elden Ring stream and we can't both play it really and you refuse to play with other people so I can just sit next to you while you do it. But then I just <laughs> thought about it like long, like I thought about how long I have to sit next to you doing nothing for mm, and yep, it's a little yep. too much. It's a little too much for me. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll see how we're going Saturday. I'm probably going to bring my PlayStation, though. I think and the should. best part is I get to use a, like, 75-inch TV in your living room. <laughs> yeah, that's if right. If I do bring it, which is a pretty chill vibe. I haven't uh, even so used maybe... it myself. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we shouldn't even talk about this now, but I have a plan. and You're going to hate it, but we maybe we'll do it. Did that answer your question? Not really, no, it didn't. Uh, we just kept talking about games still, which I guess makes sense on a gaming podcast, obviously, but look, I'm, this is... I'm disappointed. I want to know more about you, Kale. How are, the, how are you? How's the wife? How's the dog? 
you're going well. You know, the dog remain like the wife remains good. The dog remains small and quite frankly well, chubby. Um, small compared to other dogs. Large for his breed. Large for his breed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is definitely a small dog, but he is a on the large end of the small he dog is spectrum. A fat, fat sausage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's not really that fat. Oh, I gotta gotta cut ah, you off right there. He's ah, he's muscular. <laughs> He is. Uh, I don't think that's a muscle. It's all. Fat. He has acquired mass. He's I've, certainly capable of fucking up other sausage dogs. That's well, yeah. Well, doubt. especially other miniature dachshunds who are actually miniature because he is meant to be miniature, but is actually a not so gentle giant. You know, there's actually like a there's a toy class of dachshund as well, in the same way that there are like toy dachshund. poodles. I appreciate yeah. you saying it correctly. Dachshund. Dachshund. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Like, t- like, as in smaller than a miniature? Yeah, they're very, very that small. That seems weird. That's almost like a weasel. It is like a weasel. They're very like cute, a ferret. Though. They're very cute. Are you going to get another one? You should get another one. I'd but love another one. We, one. Ca- we can't do it in this house. There's barely enough room for him, <laughs> quite frankly. That's not true. That's not true at all. Your house is plenty, plenty big enough for another one. It's the fact that there is very little grass area. It's, like, mostly yeah. brick, even the backyard, mm-hmm. like... It's a yep. whole thing. And it's not, but that's fine. We're, how do we <laughs> even get talk- here? <laughs> I forced you to talk about something other than games. That's how we got here. Uh, so, I don't. did we ever talk about you getting an Apple Watch and how you've no. become very competitive with your activity? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. See, this is how we do it. How you going, Cal? I actually talk about things that happen in your life that you just never think about or pay any attention to. Uh, Cal it's got true. an Apple Watch and now he's... He he met, called me and was like, they've finally done it. They've gamified fitness and I'm in. And what you're putting up today are fucking rookie numbers. And I didn't appreciate it. What do you mean? I, I closed them rings as I've done every day since I've acquired this watch. I am dominant. I am fit. I am burning calories. I am standing every hour. I am achieving these goals that Apple has laid out for me. If you didn't work in the work that you worked in, I like how I said work a lot. You wouldn't, you wouldn't though. That's what God I mean. no, God no. Like your job is the only reason that you finish those rings daily. But it is, um, it is funny because if I don't get, if I don't quite close the rings, like I'll just go in the pool like the other day and I just swam for nearly 40 minutes to, to Ooh. finish it out. So it's actually, it is making me exercise more and we take the dog it for is. a walk. That's great. It is. I call that, That's good. you know, you, and I've got to like initiate it. So that is an outdoor walk. When I'm, like, doing stuff at work, I call that mixed cardio, and I get that fucking exercise time in. Oh, uh, you, you cheat. That's fine. That's I not cheating. At work too. When <laughs> I worked at Apple, we did, uh, when I worked at Apple, we used to do fitness challenges, and you'd have to, mm. like, close your rings every day for a month, uh, and I would literally be in the store working, but you walk around quite a bit, and I would just say indoor walk. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm not lying. I'm indoor. I'm walking. Exactly. Uh, no, it's not cl- lying. It's, well, it's it just is. you're calling it a workout. <laughs> it's, it's when it's not. You're just, it's just daily routine. But, you know, it's fine. Uh, so, we're going to quickly turn this podcast into a... Uh, it's still a gaming podcast, but a fitness gaming pod- podcast, really. Yeah. Uh, where we only play Wii Fit and talk about our activity rings on uh, Apple, Apple Watches. God, that would be annoying. Just- oh, that would be so bad. You want to do it? Every at the start of every episode, we'll talk about our fitness rings and our goals. What we do, what we do need to discuss really quickly is the surprise revelation that Govinda apparently does weightlifting sessions several times a week, which I think, quite frankly, is bullshit. I don't think you do that. <laughs> and then, okay, and then, well, I'll start sending you a photo every time at the gym, <laughs> four times a week. 
My wife and I were sitting there because you get updates on everyone else's activity that you've. That oh, you've dude, added. turn that shit off, bro. Ugh, I literally oh, no. got this. My sorry, watch sorry. Replaced. I should say I did turn it off, but I still check every day just to uh, see what's happening. Just to. Uh, and we were shocked. Creeper. We were shocked to see you had done a several hundred calorie workout, and I just don't yeah, believe about it. Five hundred in the morning. Yeah, that's not real. Today was, uh, today was chest and triceps today. Oh. Uh, so, you know, doing that sort of stuff. Essentially what it was, no, it's not all it was. I've, I've wanted to, since I turned 30, I was like, I should be fitter. Like, I should actually try and be fitter. But it's hard to do. And I can't motivate myself to go to the gym by myself. I'm not going to do it. But Which, I, when I finish work... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like, brings me to the, the next stage of this was that you did like two workouts and then conveniently, I'm doing air quotes for the for the listeners there, your your watch broke, and then suddenly, suddenly you're out of the game for a few days, and there I am closing. Oh, rings I can send you every um, day. I can send you my. I, I track my my weights in an app, and I can send that to you if you like, and then that way you know that I've still been going, even when yeah, you don't think do. I have been. Uh, <laughs> please do. Though, to be fair, yesterday was a rest day. Went Monday, didn't go over the weekend because weekends are off days. I'm not going on the fucking weekend, uh, but it is a, a four time a week situation at the moment. And yeah, I just figured I like I I, got a, I don't have a job that's active anymore, so I need to do something. And then the person mm. I worked with has let me go to the gym with him before it's it's like manned hours, where there's someone actually at the desk checking. And I've just been going for free for about two months now. That's a nice little uh, six weeks. Hustle. Yeah, just going for free like four times a week. It's a pretty nice hustle. For some reason, they don't man the desk until like ten a.m. God, so this like, is cool. such a difference between that's, you and I. I would live in their fault. fear. I would live in such fear of like, I don't know, like a surprise gym inspection of someone coming around well, demanding to see membership. <laughs> I live in the world of like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They sue you. They take you to court and you go to prison for fraud. They wouldn't do it. It's, just, it's not worth the time. So it's not fraud. I'm just getting in. Right. I don't ha- have a contract with them at all. So I don't Breaking like, and it's, entering. It's fine. It's not Exercising breaking anything. The door's, the door's open for me. <laughs> There's nothing they can do. The worst it'll be is like, you need to leave. And I'll be like, okay, can I sign up? And they'll be like, yeah, okay, you can. <laughs> like, no, I really like uh, it here. I think so I yeah, should I do sign that. up. The other, the other part of it is I watched, I was watching something and there was some dude who was pretty fit and he was, maybe he was listening to a podcast and they were like, so like, what, like, what made you start working out? And he was like, because uh, the world's kind of going pretty down pretty quickly and I just want to be ready for whatever happens. Now that's motivation. You don't want the apocalypse <laughs> to roll through when you're not fit. You know what I mean? It's, um, it certainly seems that way. It's you know my very bizarre skill set. My my taken abilities are basically modern military history. Is about the only thing I consider myself. Oh, we almost need to do like a, in. We need to do like a bonus episode on this whole Russia situation. Well, that's continue. it. Like just yesterday, I found myself like explaining all of it in depth to my wife. Like the, the you know. The concept of annexation, like the history of what's going on in eastern Ukraine. And it's like my whole life has been waiting for this moment. Finally, shit's getting real and I'm here for it. I'm here Why? for it. Well, give me like the shortest like elevator pitch summary of what's happening. What's and happening why is... you're here for it. What are you here for? Are you here for like a war breaking out? <laughs> yeah. yeah no. no, I'm joking. I mean, obviously it's a terrible, terrible tragedy, but... I mean, I just feel like I've been studying and learning about wars my whole life, and yet they have not really... The Afghanistan war, it's, it's not real. Afghanistan. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. It's not. I'm sorry. That was more of not. just an occupation. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's not... I, don't, I actually don't know the numbers, but the Taliban could not have put, you know, 50,000 men in the field. Like, the Russians are nearly 200,000 here alone. Like, 
This is a whole different ball game. They've got fucking nukes. This is a different level. This is like a, a first... Well, they're not quite first rate, but a second rate power, <laughs> let's say. Oh, you just call them second rate. Putin, you listening to that? You just got a oh, shot. That's... You got shots fired from Kale Adam at Putin. Second rate army sucked in. It is, it is hard to explain like how massive a difference there is between America and even China, who would be number two. Like There really is a world of difference between the capabilities. Now, we're going to go down a rabbit hole. I shouldn't go down, <laughs> but really quickly, just randomly. What, just, I'm just thinking on pure population alone and just kind of they're a little bit more of like a, uh, probably the wrong terminology, but a little more totalitarian in China. Like, wouldn't they have a huge army of like 500 million or something? Like, I just feel like there's so many people there that have to have the biggest standing army in the world. Yeah, but the, the issue is none of them have any experience. Whereas, mm, like, mm. the military is a way of life in America. You just think of the last 20 years of veterans that are just sitting around in America. Like, they're just, you know... Just waiting. Also, you just think of, like, how much guns are a way of life in the US. Like, how many... I've never fired a gun. I imagine most people in China haven't either. <laughs> like, it, that's a huge... Yeah. Uh, it's a culture. They have a, yeah. a warrior culture that we couldn't... But... Do you know the numbers? Like, does China have a bigger, bigger standing army? Oh, certainly, certainly. Just in terms of like what they could call up, definitely. I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, the numbers. Uh, in terms of like skill set, would that like they're not there? But what about technology? Is America would the American military be the most advanced military? Oh yeah, without a doubt. It's like mm. it's, again, it's not even close. Like they're light years ahead. About the only thing is like China's catching up on the economy side. So that's yeah. yeah, yeah. That's something. Well, that, again, I, when I did economics seven years ago at university for one semester, I even remember then the lecturer, we we're talking about like GDP, and the lecturer was like, look, America's top dog right now, but China is probably within the next 10 to 15 years going to be the number one in terms of GDP. Which is interesting. And as I was, again, <laughs> my poor wife, sometimes I feel like I just give little private lectures for her and she just suffers through it for God knows what reason. But keep this in mind. So what's going on in the Ukraine is happening because Putin is the undisputed. He has secured power in Russia. There are no more, there are no more elections in Russia. Yeah, like no, he, he is, is just, he is it. Yeah. yeah. So they think Xi Jinping will achieve the same within the next year. He'll mm -hmm. basically be undisputed. Like, and then at that point, you start doing shit like Putin is now. You stop having to care. You can start because you don't have to like shit. worry about the next election and whatever. You yeah, just do whatever. So this got dark, but yeah, I think we're in for a weird few years. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, I was just when I was at the gym this morning, I saw stuff popping up of like Putin making a speech, and it's, it's just interesting because like a day or two ago, uh, Biden's like Biden's people came out being like they expect Russia to make moves in the next few days, and here we are. That's a whole fucking other thing. They've been saying that for three weeks and they've been wrong every single time until today. So if you say it every day, eventually you're going to Well, I don't know if they were giving it time frames like that. They said, I was hearing soon a lot. Like, it's going to happen soon. No, they gave the, um, it was like the February 16th date. The Secretary of Defense or whoever the fuck he is, the dude that was on the news, was like giving specific dates and they were consistently wrong. But today, tanks actually rolled into eastern Ukraine. So it's on now. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Well, anyway, um, let's pretend that none of that's happening and go into the escapism of video games. Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, did we, did we? How are you? <laughs> did we do one of those? Nah, 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 nah. We we've been talking long enough. You get the gist of it. I went to the oh. gym. Well, then finally, on the uh, on the 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 subject of how you're going, I was terrified 
by the the sound effect you threw in last week. <laughs> Normally, I love them, but this one was so nightmarish, it scared me a little bit. I was not ready for that. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, it was deeply upsetting. Uh, look, let me just tell you something right now, Kale. It's not going anywhere. It's I feel like continue. you've discovered a soundboard or something, and now you're like, I wish, I wish I had an active soundboard while I recorded because that would make that would really spice things up. Uh, but no, I do not, and that has just took that took me a long time to find all the things that I needed for that. I also added a cowboy saying "yeehaw" for the uh, quick fire, which I thought was pretty classic. That I love. Uh, I do love that. Uh, I do. Well, love you that. better get used to the hay going because that's the only one I could find. It's the <laughs> only one worth sticking with, baby. So look. We're going to do things slightly differently today. We're going to move into our quickfire news. We're going to to ditch the news that we care about just for today. Just for today. Don't worry. That's coming back. That's coming back. And then we're going to talk rather in depth about Horizon because I think that's all I really really want in my life is to just expound on this game. And there ain't no time for news, whether we care about it or not. Well, we have news, just quickfire news, which we're going to try and do as quickly and fiery as we can. We just did uh, 20 minutes on Russia. Yeah, let's see how this goes. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Kavinda, straight up, we have our first look at PSVR 2. And though this is an audio medium, I will do my best to try and explain oh, uh, what this, this thing is, This is what I'm here for. Looks like. So it's... Actually, it kind of looks like, and maybe this is just my bias, it kind of looks like some of the armor in Horizon Forbidden West. It's sort ah! of like the, the plating. It's the white... With the rivets. We have a headset. We have the two futuristic little fucking glovey things. Hand controls. They have a name and I'm, I'm fudging it, which really annoys me. You are fudging it, but I respect it. I don't know what they're called either. And I just trusted you to have that sort of thing going. Uh, so those little four little rivets that you call them, I'm pretty sure are part of the head tracking stuff. Yeah, right, right. It so looks sleek and certainly minimal front and center they have that proof this is a single cable headset so this is we're not quite there we're not quite there but we're getting ever so closer to the uh your preferred dystopia that of fucking ready player one now i got to zoom in here a little bit because i just cannot see for the life of me is there is there no R1 and L1 on the controllers? No, you might be right about that. But something that I did notice in one of the pictures, not the front on one, but the like slightly side on one, there looks like there's a button pretty much where maybe your middle finger will sit. Yeah. So maybe that's where they've replaced the R1 just to stop you from having to like I don't know keep all your fingers on one button kind of thing. Very, I've got to say, I didn't realize that. Uh, I'm just looking at this picture now. So, like, the left uh, the left fucking controller has your left stick and the square and triangle button, whereas the circle and cross button are on the right hand. I don't know how I feel about that. That's very confronting. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is very confronting. So, no. there's no... Oh, well, I guess you don't need a D-pad because you have hands now. And maybe that's why they put the triggers where your index finger will be when you're on there because it's more of a grabbing motion. Yeah, very, very like when interesting. you actually have to grab something, you'll just squeeze the control. Uh, look, let's put it this way, Kale. I'm into it. I, they I'm look really it. good. Yeah. No, I, I'm, we've talked about this before, but I think I will jump in with this one. Even just the way it wraps around your face. Like, there looks like there's a rubbery kind of, like, I want to call it a membrane that goes around your face when you go in there. Yeah, membrane. We're going to do it. it does this look- is, It looks very much more in line with kind of regular VR sets that we see around like the Oculus Vive and whatever, the Oculus Rift and stuff. It looks a little bit more in, in line without the weird little balls of light at the end of the sticks and whatnot. 
if if for no no other reason, like I feel like this is such a blind spot for me. I've I've not used any other VR headset, and I've only ever used PSVR that one time you were present for, and that was not yeah, when we went ideal. To PAX. <laughs> it wasn't, and it wasn't very good either. I did the on rail shooter, the until dawn on rail shooter, which was kind of just boring. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I look at this. Also, I noticed there's two PlayStation buttons, one on each side. Don't know how that really is relevant to anything. Uh, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm going to get it probably. Uh, it's probably going to be so expensive. I don't know. I want you to get it. I want to try it and then I want to see if I want it. <laughs> but it does look, so much it looks pretty sleek. for this year. I want to travel to cable. I'm waiting for the PlayStation 5 Pro to get announced. I'm sure that's probably like six months away from getting announced. <laughs> Which would be ridiculous, being like, hey, there's a PlayStation 5 Pro, but you still can't get a regular PlayStation 5. (laughs) You idiots. All right, so that's cool. We'll just monitor that. Really, all this is, we're going off three fucking images right here. There's no new information. We don't have a release date or pricing. But we will update you as soon as we do. Next up, remember last week how I warned you and all our faithful listeners not to fall for the trap of buying the full-priced Horizon Forbidden West, the PS5 Mm -hmm. version? Hated that. Would it surprise you to know that 70% of boxed Horizon Forbidden West copies in the UK paid more than they needed to? How did they win the war? <laughs> Attrition. <laughs> they outlasted them. They're, just, they're overspending for everything. I'm just surprised they could win a war, you know what I mean? This is, like, obviously this, is, this was Sony's plan all along. PlayStation, sorry. Just try and... Well, of, co- of course it was. Just try and not advertise it and let people... Exactly. 100%. We're going to do what you said you wanted and only the hardcore people really probably cared about it or knew about it in the first place. So they were happy about it. And Sony's still making most of their money. They're still like 30% still a lot. Like if, I wonder how many it's units true. they got sold, but 30% saving 15-ish dollars. It's millions of a lot of, of money that they lost. Yeah. yeah. We're talking hundreds of, money of millions lost. of dollars. Yeah. It's insane to me. But anyway... Look, we're going to talk a lot more about Horizon, so I figure we just keep powering on through. Starting with this next one. (laughs) Which is that a patch is coming. Uh, The game runs fantastically well, but there are some issues. There's some pop-in, mostly. Have you experienced any of that? No, I haven't. I was going to just save all of this for the thing. It's good to know a patch is coming. There's been a few little things, but nothing major on my end. So, yep. They should just say ASAP. There's no timeline. ASAP could mean whatever the fuck it means. This, this actually comes from a, a Reddit post in which a uh, Gorilla employee replied to a fan. Uh, and that was like 48 hours ago, so I'm kind of expecting this thing any fucking second. Maybe next week? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Next one is HBO's The Last of Us won't be airing in 2022. This might not be surprising, <gasps> but I don't know. I th- really thought it was coming out this year, apropos of nothing. I looked into this. They've never said that. I just thought I kind of thought it out. would too. I don't know why. I just thought, like, I've been hearing about it for so long that I would have just assumed that they was almost ready to go, but I guess not. Anyway, I don't really care, but cool. I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to that. I think you will at the time. I saw something from, uh, do you remember the, the name of the guy playing Joel? I forgot his name. Oh, fuck. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal came out saying that fans won't be disappointed. And then I was like, well... You're, you're just trying to promote a show that you're in, so I feel like I can't really trust you. And I feel like what I would need is I need Neil Druckmann to come out and be like, this shit is going to be lit. And then I'd be like, okay. You know? Well, of course he's going to say it. He's got a fucking vested interest. This show's going to make him more of a millionaire. I guess, but it's also like his his like baby. So maybe like he'll be a little bit more protective of it. And him not saying anything about it makes me concerned. Because he'll still make his money, but he doesn't want to be like that dude who's like, oh, this is really good, but it's actually really shitty, you know? He doesn't want to be a Sean Murray. He doesn't want to be a Sean Murray. No one wants to be a Sean Murray. I 
as we all know, though, I discovered Narcos this last year, and I love Pedro Pascal now. He is my fucking dude. So I'm really here for this one. Something that you can look forward to this year, allegedly, is God of War Ragnarok, which is apparently still coming out in 2022, according to Jason Schreier. Again, I I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it could go either way. I want it to be true. It would make this year one of the best gaming years in recent memory, but something about it. Yeah, uh, look, and it, what is it? We're in February, so it, it could be true right now, for sure. For yeah. sure. We, get, we push into, like, August, though, and then it could be much less true by, by that time. So, I'm, again, I, this is one of those situations where I'll just play it when I'm playing it, you know? Take the time. Do what you need to do. At this point, I've already got my game of the year, so we'll uh, <laughs> keep on going from there. Next. There's going to be no Call of Duty, not this year, but next year. So this year, we are getting the fucking inevitable Call of Duty. Apparently, well, this presumably, the... they were still working on it, like they were working yeah, on it already. Another entry in the Modern Warfare franchise, but 2023, they're going to take a year off, and it will be the first time in nearly two decades that a Call of Duty game has not come out. Which is significant. Whoa, two decades? You're saying, like, did the first one come out in 2003? Surely not. Somewhere around then. It's. No, no, because the PS3 launched in 2006 or 2007, maybe for us. Uh, I got it here. Modern Modern Warfare would have come out in 2007. Uh, It was actually 2004 was the first uh, Call of Duty game. The first Call of Duty game or the first, like, COD? You know what I mean? Because there was uh, Call of Duty before Modern Warfare on PS2, but it wasn't the same. It was like World War II, real weird and ghetto, no multiplayer. Yeah, uh, that's that's how they date it as, uh, yeah, 2004. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's bullshit. Lukewarm take, they're lying. That's my lukewarm <laughs> take for the day. Uh, good riddance. Thank fuck. This is like that time that uh, Assassin's Creed took a year off. Not that it helped too much, because I, I personally don't like the new Assassin's Creed format, mm. but... Hopefully, I just I, they could not make another Call of Duty ever, and I'd be pretty okay with it. To be totally honest with you, I, I did think hear I'm that done. there's a new Warzone coming, which like, is not appealing to me. <laughs> I did play the first Warzone a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I do remember. I do remember until we saved you with this podcast, saved you from the battle royale no, they, hell. They saved me by integrating Black Ops Three or whatever the fuck it is into Warzone and absolutely ruining it completely. But that's another another story for another day. Next. Govinda, would it surprise you to know that Square Enix had insanely unreasonable expectations for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy? No, because they did that with like a Tomb Raider game too, where they were like, it sold what, like six million copies or something fucked? And they're like, like, performed. Yeah. So they're saying the same thing with uh, this podcast's game of the year 2021. Guardians of the Galaxy. Apparently, it didn't do well enough for them. That sounds like they did shit PR and marketing, huh? Because it's a fantastic game. We don't actually have the hard numbers, but presumably millions of copies. Do we have the easy numbers, though? I could give you a fucking guesstimate. Nah, don't do that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. Well, look, I don't know that you care about this, but I really do. You know how we're getting multiple, multiple Atlas announcements in the lead up to, hopefully, Persona 6. Yeah. Uh, Well... We got a game announcement, but it wasn't Persona 6. (laughs) I know. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Atlas? Stop wasting my time. We got a pretty nice trailer for uh, Soul Hackers 2. I actually played the original Soul Hackers all the way back. Give me a quick quick elevator pitch on Soul Hackers. What do we got here? Because I've never heard of it in my life, and it looked like Digimon. It's, as far as I understand, it's actually a spin-off of 
Shin Megami Tensei in the same way that Persona is, but it went a different way. And it is sort of more of like a... Digimon's reductive, but it's more What's of a traditional... What's reductive about Digimon? Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't come at Digimon like that, dude. Digimon it's, was lit. <laughs> it's not for babies, all right? It was an adult storyline. It's not for babies. Dude. Like you. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, look, here's a game okay. I'm inevitably going to pay full price for and you will never experience, and that's your No, I will. I'll experience it for free because I know you'll buy it and pay full price for it, and then I'll have unfettered access to it. So, I'll play it too for free. <laughs> You're lucky I'm a monster and hate money. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I'm, I am lucky for that because um, Elden Ring and Dying Light this month, I feel spoiled. That's pretty sweet. Fucking Dying Light. I'm actually... I, I can't even talk about it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we will talk about it later because it's the last game I played. I have direct comparisons. Uh, <laughs> so this one was surprising. Uncharted, the Tom Holland vehicle, uh, PlayStation Studios' first movie, is a hit. It's uh, doing gangbusters. Critics hate it, but fans love it. And I mean, when I say fans, I don't mean people like you and I. I mean the general punting idiot public that don't know any fucking better. They don't know that Sully should whoa, have a whoa, mustache whoa, or that... Whoa, or that, whoa, whoa, oh, What? Sorry, I'm getting steamed. Firstly, I would say not a majority, but a huge number of people that are going to see it, that are rating it on Rotten Tomato, which is, I think, what we're basing this off mainly, are probably fans of the game. I've, like, that I've is the draw. I've told my anecdotal story that is the only person I've ever heard in my real life mention this movie is a 19-year-old girl who went purely for the fucking Tom Holland vibes. No uh, idea that this that was a video game. Say, not a majority, but I'd say a, a good portion of them. I'd say 70% are there for Tom Holland for some reason. And uh, I, he's already taken ladies and Day has got his... his Booty. I don't know how to. <laughs> I, I, it was one of those moments where, like, my mask kind of came off for a second because she mentioned it, and I think she could see my fucking eye twitching because she was like, "This movie looks so cool. It looks like a cool adventure game." And I had to physically restrain myself from being like, "This movie <laughs> it is a cool adventure game." <laughs> you didn't play the games. I played all the games. I tried to platinum them. Do you know what a platinum trophy is? You would sound like such a weird old man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, look, I look. We're gonna go see this right on Saturday. We are, yeah, yeah, we are. We're gonna go see this this weekend with fucking Callum, the ultimate negative man. Who is? I'm really looking forward to hate oh, watching I, this. I don't know if I want to see it with Callum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're gonna see it. We'll let you know what we think of it next week, presumably. Uh, but I think it looks bad, and Sully does have a mustache in it. Just it's most likely. Going to be at the very, 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 very yeah. end of the movie for the I last think the 20 minutes. Thing. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Me too. Look, I'm going to do my very best to just be open-minded and be like, hey, this is it's got nothing to do with the games. It's just, it's something else. The best bet's going in there thinking it's going to be trash. I might need to have a few drinks beforehand. Why? Because it's fun to drink. You're not going to wake up day. next to it. Maybe I will. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> All right, moving on. We gotta get, let's get through this shit. Finally, French... Leaker D-Labs, the, the website that has given us so much joy, is getting another shot. They took last month off, but this month they purport to have uh, information regarding PS Plus's March lineup. And it's underwhelming, Govinda. It's deeply underwhelming. It's a pretty, pretty sad state of affairs, and let's just hope that they're wrong. I reckon they're going to be right. So what we've got is we have Grand Theft Auto Online for PS5. Yep. Which we knew about. I And I've got to say, this is my own ignorance. I thought this was free. I thought that was free to play. Grand Theft Auto? Online. Nah, you need to have the game. 
Like, that does perfectly make sense, but in my mind, it was free to play. Well, again, at the launch, pre-launch PS5, we were told that we were going to get given Grand Theft Auto V online for free. Maybe that's what I'm confusing it with. Which, like, to me, sounds like for free, it should be free, but it seems like, no, now you need to pay for PlayStation Plus, which I guess makes sense because, like, you can't play online without PlayStation Plus. It's all fucked. But anyway, this is 15 months after they promised us we'd get it for free. Is this going to coincide with the GTA 5 PS5 release? Oh, uh, presumably. Presumably. That, that does would that come out, of... like, next month? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's coming on the 15th of March. And actually, uh, the speculation here is that that might be a reason why this isn't... Yeah, the speculation that maybe the GTA Online part won't be available until the 15th of March. Which is weird, uh, though. That makes is, me... They need to add another game in there, then. But that's just my thinking. I don't know that that's ever happened, that a PS Plus game was not available all month. That sounds shady. It seems weird, yeah. That or they'll, like, the one that you'll get at the start of the month will be PS4. Yeah. Um, and yeah I'm just very, like, it doesn't matter. I don't want to play it. <laughs> to round that out, uh, Ark Survival Evolved for PS4 and Team Sonic Racing for PS4. I've, oh, so I've never, grim. I know Ark is, like, hugely popular, but I have no frame of reference for it. I don't know that I've ever even seen it in play. I think there's dinosaurs, survivally kind of vibe. I don't even know, but I just don't... I know that I don't care, you know? As opposed to Team Sonic Racing, which you deeply care about and have tattoos of. Now, look, not Team Sonic Racing, that's awful, but I did, in my youth, play a whole lot of Super Sonic Racing, which uh-huh. I imagine is very similar. Um, there was a song that was pretty sick in there. I bet you couldn't sing it right now. I could, but I, I almost <laughs> did. <laughs> and then I remember that this is going to be recorded... Forever. For infinity, yeah. Like yeah, in, in yeah. theory, it ends up in like the web archive, and there's no scrubbing it from the internet. So I refuse to sing the supersonic racing song that I know in my head. We'll uh, get so there. Yeah. One day we'll get that out of you. I think. I need to That'll be. Happen. You need to get me drunk on the podcast. I think, which is a rare. Which will be very rare. It is very, very rare. rare. Even I'm abstaining from alcohol this week. I don't know if it's helped, but I just kind of abstain from alcohol generally, unless I'm doing something. I'm not a I'm not a home drinker. You know what I mean? I'm not at home drinking very often. Yeah, get married. That'll uh, sort you out. You'll be drinking all day. You know what I mean? Oh, it's the only way I can deal with all the nagging, right? <laughs> uh, you said it, not me. Uh, my wife. You literally held show. up a sign saying, <laughs> "Say this." What are you talking? About? I guess I I did say it. You're not wrong, but you did hold up the sign. Mm. So yeah. Govinda, that is quickfire and no news we care about. What we do care about, though, is Horizon Forbidden West. If there was any game that could come out a week after Dying Light to make Dying Light look even worse, and I say even worse as if it's like terrible, which it isn't, but we weren't stoked on it and you've already uninstalled it. And if there was a game that could come out to really highlight the issues with Dying Light, that's probably a better way to put it, mm. it is Horizon Forbidden West. Which, yeah, 100%. And it's... I wonder sometimes, because I'm a narcissist and I I think about this all the time, I wonder if people think we were quite wishy-washy with Dying Light 2. Because if you were there for that stream, we were fucking loving it, and then several days later, we were (laughs) polar opposite. That's true. And again, I don't think it's terrible, but I think there's definitely some pretty big flaws and enough that I, I haven't really played a whole lot since we did the stream. Part of it is... I it just I think what it was is we came out of such a drought and we were yeah. so excited and we just really wanted it to be the best. And while yeah. it was very fun 
it wasn't, though, you know? I think the shine wore off real quick. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Horizon Forbidden West, which is fucking ruining my life. I just checked. I just hit 28 hours played since Friday. Since Friday, Govinda. 28 hours, Kale. That is a lot of Horizon. And I thought I played a lot. But to be fair, I just kind of stopped playing it for the last, like, two days almost just to, like, chill a little bit. I also had things going on. Um, so I'm at 24 hours. Oh, I've overtaken you. That is surprising yeah, to me. But as a reference, and I don't know how it was possible, it came out on Friday. I played a little bit Saturday morning, but just pretty much didn't play it at all Saturday. And then mm. was playing it Sunday. And within that time frame, I got to 18 hours. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, I was working on Friday, apparently. Allegedly. And allegedly, I was working on Friday. And so for me to do that all Friday afternoon and... Sunday, essentially, with a little bit of Saturday, that's disgusting. <laughs> we did compare, and this is so fucking irrelevant, but I think I was at 12 hours when you'd hit around 18 or 19. So, I've yeah. really... I know really accelerated. I didn't play like at all yesterday, pretty much. I played so much yesterday. I got home from work at like 2 o'clock and I'm breaking for dinner. I basically played it until like 11. <laughs> it was a lot. This game is so good. It's... So exciting to have, I've said this to you already, but like it's so exciting to have a good video game again because it feels like, as much as we loved Guardians of the Galaxy, it still wasn't like this level of just everything is just fucking fist pump the whole way through it. Uh, Don't get me wrong, the story of, I'm going to stand by the story of Guardians was fantastic and I don't think this is as good, but I think it's mainly because it can't be because it's an open world and it's hard to have an open world story that is as cohesive and compelling as a pretty narrative straight straight driven narrative you know i i will say different strokes like i think horizon and uh, straight up we won't be no spoilers here but i've i've been more surprised by this game than i was with guardians like the twists that the story takes mm. i just wasn't yeah, expecting fair. any of it like it's actually funny because the skill up review that we both watched wasn't super high on the story and i've kind of heard that a little similar thing across yeah. reviews saying that the story's not fantastic I'm going to go out and say I think this is a better story than the first game. Yeah, so and I, I, I think people don't really know what that means. Like, that's that's like when you say story, that's a really simplistic way of saying the writing, you know, and like things that like what actually well, occurs. True, true. The writing for sure. But I'm also more talking about like the mainline quest because the writing is so much more than just the main story quest, right? Well, that's the it. The side and quests are phenomenal. I, I would go so far as to say the best I've had in an open world game like they are totally indistinguishable from the main campaign the writing is is impeccable when i say the story is better than the first game i don't mean the writing necessarily but i mean like the story narrative beats that are happening during the main quest line yeah i I I just think they're more interesting to me than what was going on the first game because i think i don't know if we said it on the podcast or if you said it to me off air but you said to me that the most compelling part of the story of zero dawn was finding out what happened, not Aloy's actual story. Yeah, it was everything in the other timeline was the coolest stuff. Like, it was finding out, like, what Zero Dawn Project was and all that. That was the compelling, cool part. And then I think this is the opposite where, like, you don't need to know about what happened anymore. And it is about, like, what's going on right now. Yeah. And it's it's way more compelling. And then some crazy little twists happen kind of, like, at a big turning point in the game. And you're like, wait, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? And 
I don't know. It's a. I think the story is really good, and I'm almost started just mainlining the story quest, be- the mainline quest, because I kind of just want to see what's happening. Yeah, also, what's you get going some on? Equipment during them, and that's. I like the. That equipment. is a big. It, I mean, to be totally fair, like it's a sequel, so you know they don't have to do as much setting up. It's just straight into the cool shit. Like there is a baseline, and they just hit it. It's like the Empire Strikes Back is better than A New Hope because you don't have to learn about the characters like they just get into you don't have to learn what a jedi is and stuff yeah that's right like it's for sure Uh, i just i think the the classic the hilarious narrative trope at the very beginning of this game where you meet val for the you meet val on your way to look for whatever you're looking for who is Uh, aloy's friend from the aloy's friend from the nora tribe if you played the first one you'd know that but if you didn't uh, this is actually real quick aside really quick uh you kind of need to play the first game to play this. Yeah, I actually keep telling myself I'm just going to spend, like, 20 minutes reading the fucking bios and just kind of, like... Like, I remember all the characters, but, yeah, there is a lot of shit. They do not hold your hand. It's like, yeah, let's just, go. Well, they give you a nice little recap in the beginning, but if you hadn't played... Like, that was good for me as a refresher, being like, oh, yeah, that's right, that happened. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yep. But if you haven't played the first game, you're going to be a little bit lost. And by, by a little bit, I mean completely, totally. Utterly. Yeah, they leave you behind um, very quickly. <laughs> But I love at the very beginning when you meet Val for the first time in this game. And he's like, oh, like, what happened to all your gear? And she's like, "Yeah, oh, I, I ran into it. some trouble and I lost it. <laughs> I was so, like, what, dude? <laughs> it's the classic uh, Metroidvania thing where, yeah, you lose all your cool gear and powers. Yeah, you got to get it back again. It's funny. Um, so the story, I think, is so, so good. The one thing I will say is it is slow to start really yeah. takes a bit of time to get through i'd say by, probably by like the seven hour mark did it actually start like happening so just again without spoilers the way i see it this is basically set up there's like a prologue area which is pretty big then there's like a first area i'm mostly into that second area and then i've yeah. ventured into the third is that basically how you see it that's pretty much how I see it. I've the third. I don't even know what I would distinguish as the third. I would so say I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this, and I don't think it's a spoiler. I'm just gonna say it. It took me seven hours to get to the Forbidden West. Yeah, yeah. You're in that tutorial prologue area, prologue and then area. You're ultimately, you see yeah. a big cutscene, and yeah, I would agree with you. That's you Be- actually because I remember I messaged you when I was like maybe six hours, being like, "Uh, have you? Are you in the Forbidden West yet? Like, what's what's happening <laughs> in this game?" Uh, so it definitely feels like it's a little bit slow to get going, but like kind of once you get maybe that first area, the second area, or the the first half of the prologue, and then the second area more so, you really kind of get the flow of everything. It, it goes pretty well. I mean, without I guess what I was alluding to is like the second area. I would say is the big desert. The first area is what you're saying. You get out into the Forbidden West, and it's sort of yeah. the plains, let's say, and then you get into the desert, and then the third which I've barely been to, seems to actually be like the jungle and like the coastline. Obviously, from the trailers that you've seen and like the on the the cover of the game, like you go to San Francisco at some point. We know that. You see the Golden That's Gate Bridge right, yeah. and a lot of promo stuff. Uh, so presumably when you get to that far west coast, that is going to be that San Francisco Bay area. And I imagine you'll be a little bit more like mountainy with forests and, and like it is, stuff like that, um, which would make sense. It is surprising though because... The way the game is set up, that is clearly the end game. That is like very high level, you know, end of the game stuff because 
Yeah, I can't even survive in there. I'm level 30. I, I believe there's a 50. Dude, you are cranking yeah, through I'm this game. Yeah, I'm cranking it. You have no idea. <laughs> like, I think about this game at work. I come home. I'm planning things. I've, I made the controversial move of just, I got rid of everything that is blue. I only have purple gear now, which means I have inventory slots that I need to fill. I only have three weapons. Oh, wow. I, see, I'm I'm, I go the opposite. I must have all all types of elements. I must have all of them, which I yeah. don't have right now, which is hard. But I, they do, I guess going back to like the world itself, they have somehow created this like, it's such an interesting world. Like everything yeah. that you're doing in it, you'll, I, I get sidetracked so much. I was doing a story mission and I was like, I got to go do this, but first I want to go upgrade this one thing. All I got to do is one thing to do it. And then three hours later, I was like, oh shit, I was doing a story mission. Like I go back and do the story yeah, mission. because yep. There's so much happening that I would just keep getting sidetracked doing cool stuff. And they do such a great job of transitioning you into different biomes without you even realizing it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're just cruising along in a jungle and all of a sudden it's like gets a little bit snowy and you're like you're climbing up a little bit like, oh, I'm in the mountains now. And all of a sudden the snow's happening. And like they just do such a good job of making it diverse and interesting throughout. I'm not bored yet. It's crazy. It's so funny because I've even got little like things to talk about here and we just basically are still on the open world part, which again, I just, I can't rave about enough. Like it's so good to move around. It's funny. We talked about how the first game was sort of, it was a bad comparison to Breath of the Wild, which came out at the same time. It felt very limiting to play like the original Horizon because you couldn't really climb anything. They've addressed that in this and obviously you've got the glider. It's still not perfect. Like, there are some annoying... It's much better. But I found you can basically, like, yeet yourself up mountains if you just, like, sprint at them and keep tapping jump. Oh, yeah, it's like a fallout. Yeah, it is. It's very much like that. So, like, you can get there. I wish, like, that was a little better, but it's a pretty small... On the positives, they one thing that always bothered me in the first one is like she kind of just you have to do these awkward jumps, and she does this one jump animation, and it's like way too high, and it's kind of awkward over just the littlest little ledges. Yeah. Whereas at least in this, they've added like an auto mantle system. That's I love not the perfect. Mantle. Yeah. But it 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 addresses it pretty well. Where if you run up to something that's like knee high or lower, she will just mantle herself over it which is awesome because those jumps i was like oh it's just so ugly like why am i doing this giant big jump to get over a log but then again on the other side the jump animation is identical it's exactly the same as it was in the first one and i still don't like it it's still way too big and it doesn't it's like she's how do i describe it it's like the um like a parkour jump like a two-footed jump like together Mm. like she's trying to be like a kangaroo it seems so weird so I don't love that still. And I think the climbing being is so much more improved. And that tip that you gave me to turn the little annotations, climbing annotations on always, super clutch. That's funny. Because I don't have time to look. Well, see, no, I've actually, I've gone back on that and I turned it off. Because I was like, ah, no, I love just, it. oh, well, that's a look to each their own. But I did it for hours. But then I was like, oh, I just kind of want to see, try and figure it out on my own, you know, less guided. But well, yeah. I'm weird like that. Oh, God. Now that you say less guided, another thing they do so well is like the they give you an option about like pathfinding and wayfinding to make it more like exploration based or more just like tell me where to fucking go. Yeah, and I haven't even tested the other one, but I do like it a lot where the HUD is gone most of the time unless you swipe up. Oh yeah, combat. Um, and you you really do have to kind of just find your own way. I see there's a gold little diamond north. Yeah, and I need to just get that way, and you just kind of figure it out yourself, which I makes it a little bit more of an exploration for me, which I like. And then it's I get funny, super sidetracked for hours. 
I, I had that on since the start, so I kind of forgot that there was an option to not be like that. Like I just yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to see what it would be like. Like I don't know, I don't know what it would be. Like I yeah, I assume it pops a mini map up maybe, and it, I just don't know. But I chose the one that is more immersive, which I enjoy. It's just so much fun, dude. Like I just want to go play it now. Like where we still yeah, and I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. I did want to say um the difficulty was incredible to me because I usually ruin games by myself for myself by like bumping it up a little bit and I just kind of like smash my head against it playing this on normal since the very start it's been the perfect challenge like it feels good like it's not too bullet spongy like the really big dudes you can put them down but at the same time I've died and I feel like I'm always out of healing herbs I'm always running out of ammo like yeah, it is good for that. Like, honestly, the I, I die a lot and they do a good thing in this where I don't think they did it in the first game very much, but you don't just find a, a bunch of the same enemies all the time. Like, you still find them, like herds of the same thing, but they will introduce, like, multiple machines in areas where I had one that had, like, a Ravager, a Billowback, and some of the Burrowers all in one area. So mm. you don't just have like this, ri- you don't get into a rhythm where you're like, oh, well, I can easily kill this one thing with this element type. You've got seven things yeah. coming at you and you're like, oh, shit. It gets way more frantic. And I've, I've died a lot. Not like a lot, a lot, but yeah. like, I've died plenty. I am hitting that point now where I- I'm trying to go back because I got to put this game down and go to Elden Ring. I'm trying to get it to a point where I'm going to be able to come back to it easily. So I'm just trying to spend like tonight and tomorrow night clearing that first area. And I am so fucking dominant yep. there like now i am the apex predator like you just cruise in and push <laughs> it down like it feels very good it's such a good power curve like yeah um, yeah yeah uh it, and it is good to be able to go somewhere and then feel like you've progressed uh, rather than like it's scaling with you because everything is leveled like it is just like this is a level 20 something that's yep. just what it is no matter when you see it um so at some point it's too hard at some point it's going to be too easy for you but they do a good job of that, and I, I like it. The one problem I had is that when the story breaks off into like those three things you got to go yep. do, I was already way over leveled for the first. Like I was like, oh man, I'm like five levels over the the lowest level one of these, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, I for was. Me. Uh, we've talked about this obviously this week, but yeah, I chose the mid range one, which was about my level at the time. So by the time I went back to do the first one, I was like nearly ten levels over it, and that's not yeah. a deal breaker. It's just so, yeah, it was quite easy for me oh it's not but it, and it's nice to have the choice to kind of tackle it how you want to and what in whatever order you want to but it also is that thing where like I've, i want to you're incentivized to go through the main story because you're giving you're given extra tools through the main story that you won't have access to like i went to a side quest and i needed the diving mask that you see in like the yep. gameplay trailer and i couldn't finish the side quest without it so i wanted to progress through the story to get it and then i thought about it, like well i've got so many side quests back that I haven't done yeah. that I'm going to be way over leveled for but if I had stayed back and done and cleared out the whole be, area I'd be over leveled for the things I'm going up to and next. it's not it's so it's it a is, weird uh, little balancing act but it's not the no end of, and it's, it's like not, not total because the combat is so good and the new monsters are so incredible like the moves they have the way they react to you like it's not boring even though you're doing a lot more damage to them they still take a good couple oh, of for sure. hits they're so aggressive, too. <laughs> There's a couple of them. There's those ones that look like kangaroos, dude. Uh, the kangaroo ones, I just can't deal with them. Yeah. They're killing me, dude. They, oh, see, I don't... Like, I want to take off one part, and I'm like, I just stop jumping it. Just you always jump. I, like, every, like, in an open world game, I like to at least once just pick a direction and just see how far I can get and see what, what, what I'll run into. 
Yeah. I don't know how the fuck I got there, but I got to like this weird little forest and there were these fucking robots. Have you seen those? Oh, no, I they haven't. They were like wild. Very, that shit out. I'll tell you no actually something else I ran into, which really was quite mind blowing. But uh, in the interest of spoilers, Maybe we don't. leave that out. I don't even know if I want uh, you to tell me. Unless I've spoiler. seen it as well. Actually, you know what? I, I think I can say this. So there are, this is a video game. There are bad guys in it. What? I haven't killed one bad like guy. Like the main overarching villains. You know who I'm talking about. And I'm being I'm joking. I, I yeah, found I'm their base joking. just way too early. And and it's really cool. Oh. Like Aloy comments on it and she's like she deduct like deduces what it is. Uh but it was really cool. I found it like way, way, way too early. <laughs> um Okay, that see that but that's what I like about it. Like I like it's like Fallout New Vegas. Like you can you can wake up in Fallout New Vegas and beeline it to the yeah. strip yeah. if you want to. You have to get through some death claws and stuff to do it, but if you can get through without being seen, you can get straight to the strip yeah. very, very quickly without doing all of the other stuff in, in Prim and whatever. So, look, I so far this game is fantastic, and something that I remember them talking about before they re- released it, and you kind of just reminded me when you said you found their base, is like settlements are so much yeah. more engaging and than they were. to the were. point where like I, I'm trying not to rush ahead, but I've tried, tried to like find some so that I could get good gear. Like have and quick like, fast travel spots and stuff. And good gear, yeah. For Look, maybe we should progress. I do have a few. I knew this would happen. We'd just get fucking gushy. Wait, no, I'm not done talking about this. So anyway, the settlements are so much more engaging. Even like when you get to plane song, I was like, look how fucking cool yeah. this place is. And it just keeps going and like you can say hello to people and you can kind of... There's more to do in them. They added armor die, which I'm a big fan I, of. Look, to be honest, I haven't... I haven't yeah, I haven't either. Yet. They all look bad to me, but anyway, it's cool that it's there. <laughs> well, y- you need to find the... See, my problem is I got that Karja Shadow armor and I'm like, I don't ever want another one because this already looks yep. cool and it was one of the first armor sets I found in the game, but eventually there'll be purple armor. This is still blue. I need that purple goodness in my life. Um, but they just have done such a good job where in Zero Dawn, settlements were just empty. like... They just existed and I walked through them and I left and... It felt very empty and not like the Nora tribe was like, what are you guys doing? You're doing nothing. So they've just pretty much, if there was something that was in the last game, they've done it better. That's pretty much my takeaway so far. There's just so much to talk about, like the fucking, all the different, like, you know, the hunting grounds. Have you gotten to the arena? I have gotten to the arena. I I haven't officially fought something in the arena other than the bit that's part of the story. There's a side quest you need to do before you can start fighting things in the arena, which I haven't done yet. It's really fucking hard. And I'm over-leveled, apparently, but the mix-ups they do and the environment they put you in, like, it's a real challenge straight off the bat. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a interesting platinum. I haven't looked at the trophies for fear of spoilers, but I'm going to do my classic, like, I'm just going to get through the game the way I get through it, and then I can go back and cl- do a cleanup One if I need to. hint, and this is not... A spoiler. Make sure you know you, you analyze the enemies. the The only mm-hmm. missable is the final boss, which has two forms. You need to make sure you analyze both. That's the only thing you could miss, and you would need to replay the entire game. So know that everything else is fine. Oh, uh, that is good. I usually do it anyway, but I I make multiple saves. Typically, I haven't even manual save, especially in RPGs like this. <laughs> oh, okay, I manual save every now and again, and I'll usually have maybe three save files leapfrogging each other. Just for that exact situation, because I would hate that to happen, and you just kind of have to do it again. If it's anything like Zero Dawn, even if you fought the boss, you beat it, you beat the game, it'll respawn you before the yeah. final boss. 
But I guess you said it's missable, so maybe. Uh, very, very doable platinum. I think I'm well on my way. It's really just finishing the story. You don't have to get all the collectibles. I think you only need like 50% game completion. Oh, because I was going to say, what about like in the in Zero Dawn, you had to do all of the hunting lodge challenges and stuff. Like all of them. You had to like gold. No, you, I think in this one, you only have to get like a quarter of them total. I do have to say, though, just as a little fucking yeet for myself, the plain song hunter. Hunter's Ring, I I got three stars on all of it yeah. the first go, and I felt like a fucking god. I was just, like, dominating. I haven't it. done any of the Hunter's Arenas. I, I honestly haven't done them at all, and it's, I don't know why I avoid them, because I feel like you probably get good gear out of it. At least that's what one of the people told me in a, in a side quest. But I I don't know why I avoid them, because I did it in Horizon Zero Dawn 2, where I, to get the Platinum, I had to go to every single yeah. hunting ground and do every single one, because I literally did the one tutorial one and never went back to it ever again. Oh, here's another quick little hot tip for you. If you're a Platinum trophy hunter like us fucking degenerates, I told you I made my build, I just maxed out the melee tree. You actually have to do that to beat all of the fighting pits, and that's a trophy. So you might as well uh, max okay. out your melee yeah. as soon as you can. Or just at some point. I'm actually not far off it anyway. I, I've been going on. I, I feel like you can't not add stuff to Melee. Like, it's so crucial to have Melee I upgraded. feel like I read so many, like, previews and people like, oh, the Melee's garbage. I use it constantly. I'm, I've mastered that Resonator thing. I can, like, you know, jump off them and do the flying hits. I'm fucking good at this game now, and it feels good. <laughs> so, only 24 hours into this game, I've only just finally Done once... It imbued the, the energy from the spear to an enemy and shot it successfully just, to make it explode. We might Only even... Once. I mean, we're going to talk Elden Ring next week, but, I, like, we need to just actually talk about this game in depth. Like, like Valor Surges, which, like, I'm, I've am i been using the same one the whole game. It's, like, the end warrior one where it just boosts your melee attack. There's so many yeah, okay. other ones. There's, like, eight other ones, and I've not used any of them. I just love this, and it's so essential. <laughs> the Valor Surge is, like, a new thing they introduced for everyone that doesn't know, which is, like, essentially a special It's like an move. ultimate. You have a, a gauge. A gauge fills up. You push a button, and it activates. Um, the one I'm using at the moment just ups my crit chance by, like, Yeah, 50%. that's a good one, too. And so you just, like, take stuff down because every second or sometimes multiple shots in a row just There's one that damage, turns you invisible. Nice. There's one that gives you an overshield. Like, yep, that's those would all be one. awesome too. They've added some good stuff in there as well, as, as well as the weapon abilities that you've got now. Like that, uh, the precision bow one where you take a knee and it takes three arrows and you just do one monster it's shot. It's very good. Is so tough. It is so tough. Like, she just drops that knee and just drops things. It's sick. I saw someone on Twitter was like, if the sharpshooter bow is a sniper rifle, it turns it into, like, an RPG. It's just, like, you just fucking demolish yeah. something. If it goes from, like, a 308, it turns it into a 50 cal, and you just take things down. Uh, okay, so, look, we actually have spoken about this for so much longer I than I was expecting that we would. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, we're going to go through a little bit more really quickly. The, the side quests... Uh, again, this I think this alone made Dying Light look yeah. particularly yep. egregious. The side quests are fucking Yeah, they're incredible. very, very like, well done. And, like, there are a few that are a little bit fetch questy, but all of them are, of all of them are expertly, expertly, expertly voice acted. Like, the voice acting is so good. All, like, cutscene voice acting. Like, the interesting characters that you're meeting that are part of Some of, of them, them um, uh, carry on. Like, you see them multiple times throughout the game. They keep... The world state changes. Like, you'll help someone. They'll move. It In that way, it's like Dark Souls. And actually, again, no spoilers. I didn't expect there would be, like, a 
essentially a filing shrine in this game where you have a crew, you keep going back to it and you keep talking to them. You like gather more friends. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't want to mention that because it does feel a little bit spoilery because I was that was a good surprise for me when I was like, I have a base. Like, what are you talking you about? Can feel free to cut this if, <laughs> um, you, <but laughs> if you think it, that is. No, it's fine. Um, with the with that, like, I think the the companions that you have are some that you've seen before, some are new, but they are just seem so much better in this. Like, I didn't really care about Erend in the first game, but and now he's just this grumbly little alcoholic dude who obviously has yeah. a crush on you, and it's like it just shows. And I think it's just very well fleshed out and. You actually, in, I like all of them, except for one that I can't even name and I can't even talk about because that is a huge spoiler, uh, but they're really fucking annoying me. I, <laughs> I like as well that I always appreciate in a game where they actually fight with you and sometimes that you'll have multiple companions and you just get into massive big fights and they pull their weight, they throw ammo yeah. at you, like they're calling out shit. Oh, dude, they're throwing ammo. I'm like, yeah. where is it? Where is it? I can't see it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another thing I would like to mention uh, graphically, this game is it's so again. It's good. like I'm trying not to be hyperbolic, but if it's not the best looking video game I've ever seen, it's really close. It looks unbelievable now, and and particularly when it goes in. I don't even know if they're pre-rendered cutscenes, like because every side quest it looks yeah. like a cutscene, but it, I don't know they, if it is. I think it's not. I they think it's are just because I've had a few times where like I'll interact with someone from the wrong direction and it will like flip you to like a preset place like yeah i guess so because they do look so good as well and i'm playing on the uh, performance mode so i'm going for 60 to. frames which drops it to if 1800 you there's something wrong and it's with a you. very you, you have to it's it's impossible to play because like sure you can play at full 4k 30 frames and when you're not moving it looks really good but as soon as you move that camera it doesn't look good anymore I do notice the dynamic resolution from time to time, especially when I was in an area that had a lot of like dust and, you know, the red decay stuff, those particles yeah. popping up. I think right outside of Plainsong, when you just, yeah, you know, they're all, the all like corrupted. Like, with the rot in them. Um, I, w I was like, oh, this dropped to like, it looks like 900p. <laughs> like it dropped pretty drastically in its resolution. Uh, so I would love to see that. Hopefully the patch can maybe buff, boost it a little bit. So I don't know. I do wish that it could do better than dynamic 1800. I, like, or at least do it without checkerboarding. I almost I like know. can't understand what's happening. Like you get into the cutscenes and the character models are so detailed and they look so good. It almost looks like they've just been cut out of something else entirely. And like the rest of the game looks good too, but the models are so good and such high quality well, that like... Yeah, it's probably It's really interesting. And like even down to the like, you know blood vessels on the alcoholic's nose like <laughs> it's so detailed it's oh dude the character models are fucked like i'm easily the best looking game i've seen especially once you get that close to things uh even just like all like the the textures on the ground the foliage and stuff i was like it just you can get pretty close and it I looks am, so good still i'll I'm be like, fascinated i don't even think my computer could do it justice but when this comes to pc it's gonna be wild like 60 4k everything yeah. like I wonder if they'll throw ray tracing at it if you chuck it on. If they, they put probably it on PC. will, because right now it's not, it's not, it's not ray I traced think they at all. Did that? It doesn't need to I be. It looks oh, ridiculous. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they did that for Horizon. Nah, don't worry about it. Yeah, just move fine. along. Um, <laughs> I don't think they did that ray tracing. Look, we got anyway. We got to uh, come back I, to this. We got to go. Uh, We're gonna have to come back. I'll probably keep playing it so we can maybe talk a bit more about it next week as well. Uh, but at some point, or we'll have to do it properly. I think we should do that for done. first party stuff. This does seem. Well, we 
We're going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'll right. give it a score. I could feel pretty confident giving it a score right now. Yeah, but I won't. honestly, it would be very high. Very, very high. But it would be like, even on our on our rubric, it'd be it'd be up there for sure. Like, I could think of nothing better to do once I finish this than play Horizon. Outside of, like... We should do now, because we are yeah, right, so right, right, deep right. into Let's this. Let's get out of here. Govinda, fucking go do whatever you do. I'm going to go enter just a comatose state and wait for Elden Ring, which, at, again, reviews go live in, like, eight hours. I'm going to watch exactly skill-ups and no others. You're not even going to play Horizon while you go into this... Elden Ring coma? That's involved in the coma. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. A coma is usually in, in, imply a lack of consciousness. Let's call it a fugue sure. state. I think that also implies. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, once again, I've been me. He's been him. This has been Long Live Play episode 38. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Long Live Pod. We might stream Elden Ring this weekend. When we say we, most likely Kale. I probably won't. He'll be busy, so maybe he won't even do it either. Um, that's... That's it. I got nothing else. Get fucking Horizon Forbidden West. Goodbye. Goodbye.